Good morning, I trust you well. You have rested and arrived gradually, the bits and pieces of yourself assembling slowly in this time and in this place. I would like to give you some very unideological and practical meditation instructions. Um, something that does not claim to be comprehensive or does not be claim to be the only legitimate way to do this practice. So please be aware there are many different forms of meditation. Buddhist traditions have um, developed many different methods and systems. I would like to cite you on something that is called uh, breath and body awareness and that is practicable for just about everybody under uh, actually all, all conceivable circumstances. So, One of the key things when we start is that we establish clarity of our in intention. Much of the result of what we do hinges on how we have set out, how we have actually begun a particular enterprise. If we want to meditate, it is necessary that we are clear that we are going to do an exercise. We're not going to look for a particular feeling. We're not looking for a particular state. We're looking to practice a particular exercise to learn something. That may not exactly be what you want to learn. Yeah? Sometimes we wish we were in another movie than the one we're in. Now it's part of this exercise that the movie you're in is the movie that counts. Yeah? There is no wrong movie in this practice. So if you sit down, there's a couple of helpful routines you can establish. One of the routines is you check in with your body. You make yourself as comfortable as possible and adopt an upright posture. The upright posture seems artificial at the beginning. Why, why not lie down, you know? I can meditate in lying down. Yes, you can. But to tell you the truth, it is very likely that you'll just doze off when you lie down or that you go into some kind of slumber because there's a force of habit that your body knows when it's lying down, it generally goes to sleep. And if you've done that 20, 40, 50 years, uh, this is what your body and your mind will do when you adopt that posture. So one of the ways we suggest to, this, to our mind's alertness and waking up is by adopting an upright sitting posture. So check in that as much as possible of you is on the mat. This is not mystical, this is just sheer physics, you know, the distribution of weight on as much surface as possible minimizes the pressure on this surface. So on a chair, make sure you have soles of your feet down, on the cushion, on a bench, make sure you have as much of your leg, uh, hip, buttocks and so forth on the cushion. The more contact you have, the better the weight of your body is distributed. And then you spend a moment, we're not doing this right now, I'm talking about it, and it will take too much time when I uh, actually guide you into this. Um, you spend a, time, a moment, a few minutes, scanning what is there of you, how much of yourself you actually can pick up on a felt level. This is important, felt. We're not observing ourselves. You're not a little 
orbiting satellite looking down on planet body and look what's happening from a distance. We're actually inhabiting the body in a felt way. So that means when you feel something, you go with your attention to the place where you feel it. Rather than trying to see it from a distance, you actually go there and inhabit that part. So you inhabit your belly, you inhabit your leg, you inhabit your shoulder, you inhabit your breath. After you have acknowledged how much you feel of yourself, what you feel of yourself, how it feels, these are three good questions. What is it? How does it feel? Yeah. Can I be with it? That's a good question. Can I be with this, what I feel? After you've done that for a few minutes, you settle on the breath. Wherever that breath is most tangibly felt in your body. If you're in doubt, go for the belly, simply because most things are moving there. Yeah. The breath generally tends to move more, uh, more body in, in the lower, in the belly area. So if you cannot feel this, just put your hand here and feel how the hand moves when you breathe in, when you breathe out. Don't hesitate to do that. You can do that discreetly. Nobody has to see it. A, they have their eyes closed. B, you can put it under your jumper if you're feeling sheepish about it. So just make sure you get a tactile somatic sensation as, some, as an anchor for your attention. And then you stay with that for a moment. Feel the expansion, feel the contraction. You may, if you're more experienced or if you have other, another temperament or another mind, you may start practicing with the nose. This is, these are both legitimate areas of attention for feeling the breath. And then you try to continuously stay with the change in those sensations. You don't try to follow the breath. You try to stay with the sensation connected to the breath. The image is very simple. It's the image of a saw kind of cutting a piece of wood. Yeah? Imagine a blade and you have a log and you're sawing like this. And your attention is like your gaze. The gaze is where the blade meets the wood. You stay there. You don't follow up like that. You, know? you don't follow the blade like this, but you actually fix your gaze at the point where the blade hits the wood. In the same way, you're trying to hold your attention gently, I hasten to add, gently, <laughs> at, the moment, at the place where you feel the sensations arise and the sensations to pass away. This exercise I would like to call Plan A. Yeah. This is your declared exercise and this is what you do. You agree with yourself to do that. Plan B comes when you find out that your mind does something else. So, as minds have a tendency to wander off, remember, think, comment, criticize, or just dream, or sleep. Yeah. Some of us are just sleeping, yeah. blameless, sitting on a cushion after a good breakfast. doesn't hurt, it's warm, it's peaceful. Worse things could happen to me, why not sleep a little here? Yeah. So, this is quite, quite possible. Little is on offer, stimulation, so why not go for a little snooze here? If you notice that, you open your eyes, you deepen your in-breath, and you acknowledge what you feel, where the weight in your body goes. Plan B then consists of bringing back your attention, noticing that you're dreaming or fantasizing or worrying or 
planning your next holidays. Uh, then when you notice that, this is what plan B consists of, you bring back your attention as an act of choice. You bring it back to the place where you have agreed upon with yourself to stay with the sensations arising and ceasing. Yeah? Plan B is as important as plan A. If you're not clear, you know, and if you start thinking and you just wait till the thought ends or so, it may be that you're waiting for a long time. My thoughts never end. They have a large family and they talk to me. They say believable things, you know. I am your last important thought. Please take me serious. (laughs) Follow me to the end. I will leave you in peace if you just finish me. (laughs) So if you have thoughts like this, do not believe them. Do make do make use of your ability to disbelieve what, what's happening in your, not what's happening in your body, but what's happening in your head. Yeah. Some of the things that are happening in our head are not true. Just because we can think it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. So we need to be able to let go the appeal these thoughts have on us. Yeah. And that's where plan B kicks in. It says, okay, if you're an important thought, we'll have you later, you know, you will pop up again. Right now I'm going to do this plan A thing, you know, I'm going to meditate. So for the next half hour, I would like you to adopt a good posture, sit up, kind of exaggerate a bit initially, and then relax into the exaggerated uprightness of your posture. And then let us practice taking stock of sensations in the body and after having done that for two, three minutes, you're settling on the sensations of breathing. And then plan A and plan B until the bell. Good. Let us start. <laughs>